Welcome to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close, where I'll be sharing with you everything that I've learned to close leads. I went from quitting my first sales job because I was too scared to talk to strangers to becoming a VP of sales for multiple tech startups where I built a sales team from scratch and led them to an acquisition. I'll teach you how to schedule more demos on your calendars, close at least 50% of your demos, and build a pipeline large enough so you're always hitting quota. If you're looking to scale, then turn the volume up. So there's a lot of sales advice out there. My podcast, I have a demo chat, a demo course coming out that a lot of people have uh, pre-subscribed to already. And there's a lot of content online. And my advice to you, this episode is dedicated to you being able to slow things down. There's a lot of people, even myself, I always say like the number one rule in discovery, the number one rule in demos is just to make sure you do this. Sure, yes, there are there are rules and demos, there are rules and discovery. But sometimes a, a call or a demo or a discovery call asks for you to go off script, off playbook. I had a call today, my AE had a call with a very large brand and I was listening in and minutes within the call, I immediately felt like, holy crap, the AE needs to go a little bit off script. They shouldn't go ahead and try to ask all the discovery questions. It's going to be overkill. It's too early. It's exploratory. And luckily my AE didn't do it. They they got they felt it too. And that's okay. So when you're listening to all this sales advice and you're doing your demos and you're doing discovery calls and you've read a book recently or my my content on LinkedIn or you've subscribed <clears throat> to my course or whatever it is, when the time comes, you'll know when you're speaking to a prospect that you can lay like pull back a little bit. You you don't need to ask all the discovery questions every time. There are certain case-by-case, case, unique cases where you can pull back a little bit. That being said, don't get used to it. That being said, stick into the habit and the routine of making sure you ask all the necessary discovery questions. Stick to the routine of asking all the right questions throughout the demo so you're not wasting your time, right? So like my AE had the demo today with this particular prospect, <clears throat> and it was very like it felt within a few minutes that like we're talking to somebody very very high up there and if we were to ask very you know deep discovery questions we would lose them but it was really important that we found out who the hell was the decision maker and who else is involved because clearly this person didn't have all the answers and so i had my ae ask hey prospect you had mentioned that you're involved in this and and joe joe schmo was involved in this Besides you two, who else was or are involved in this particular initiative, in this project? This way I can sort of call out things throughout the call and I can send them recordings of it in snippets. He asked who else was involved because that's really, really important. Don't get scared because you're on a call with somebody and you feel like they're going to get annoyed or close down when you ask them deep discovery questions. Make sure you get the ones out Make sure you ask the discovery questions that are deal breakers. Like if you don't know who else is involved in the decision making process, that's a big deal. <clears throat> Why? Because you could be wasting your time. You could be asking the questions to the wrong person that doesn't have the right answers. So the takeaway for this episode is yes, study everything I'm teaching you, but there are certain cases where you should not try to drive and or, or you know force discovery question down someone's throat. That being said, the second takeaway is 
know what your pillar discovery question is, what your pillar discover, discovery questions are. My pillar discovery questions, one of them is besides you and that person, who else is involved in this project? Because I need to know who else is involved. That way I can make the necessary adjustments and email the right people and say the right things on the call. So define your pillar questions, your pillar ones, meaning you cannot live without them. The rest of the discovery questions you can save for later. Hope this helps. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you found this relevant or practical at all, then please share this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Mor Asuline.